It is now 0 hour 30 Universal Time, and here is the news in Special English from the Voice of America. I'm Robert Cohen in Washington. Yemeni officials and rebel tribesmen have agreed to a new ceasefire negotiated by Saudi Arabia. Representatives from both sides said they will accept the plan. A similar truce collapsed a week ago. At that time, the new fighting began between President Ali Abdullah Saleh's forces and supporters of tribal leader Sheikh Sadiq al-Amar. Some reports say Yemeni officials say the president is traveling to Saudi Arabia for medical treatment. On Friday, he was said to have been wounded in a rocket attack on the presidential complex in Sana'a. But the country's deputy information minister denies those reports. State media says Mr. Saleh is being treated for minor injuries from the attack at a military hospital in the capital. A series of powerful explosions hit the Libyan capital Tripoli Saturday. Earlier, NATO announced that it had sent helicopters to attack military centers in Libya. NATO said that British and French forces destroyed about 20 targets in Libya. The British Foreign Secretary has met with the Opposition Transition National Council in the rebel-held city of Benghazi. William Hague also greeted civilians in one of the city's main gathering places after his meeting. In Syria, thousands gathered Saturday for the funerals of anti-government protesters. Syrian rights groups say at least 63 people were killed Friday in anti-government unrest. The majority of deaths were reported in Hama as protesters continue to demand that President Bashar al-Assad leave office. Witnesses say security forces used guns to try to stop tens of thousands of protesters who began a march after Friday prayers. Protesters also gathered in Damascus and other cities after opposition groups denounced the killing of children in the unrest. Reports say one 13-year-old boy was tortured and killed by security forces. Syrian officials dispute the accusation and the number of children dead. Meanwhile, rights groups say Syrian officials have freed leading rights activist Ali Abdullah. He has been jailed for at least three years. The United States is warning Afghanistan that it must increase security or the smooth withdrawal of American forces will be threatened. Outgoing American Defense Secretary Robert Gates made the comment to Afghan President Hamid Karzai during a visit to Kabul Saturday. Mr. Gates also spoke to reporters. He said America's military support of Afghanistan is, in his words, not infinite, 
in either time or resources. The visit is Mr. Gates' twelfth and final trip to Afghanistan. One of the most wanted terrorist leaders in Pakistan is dead. Pakistan intelligence officials said Saturday that top al-Qaeda leader Ilyas Kashmiri was killed in a suspected American missile strike in South Waziristan. Eight other militants were also reportedly killed. The al-Qaeda leader's group, Harakat ul-Jihad al-Islami, confirmed his death in a message to news organizations. The United States had listed Kashmiri as a specially designated global terrorist. It had offered a $5 million reward for information leading to his capture. He is suspected of plotting the attack last month on a naval base in Karachi. Demonstrators gathered in Hong Kong Saturday to mark the 22nd anniversary of the Chinese government campaign against protesters. Twenty-two years ago, the Chinese government sent tanks and soldiers into Tiananmen Square in Beijing. Hundreds of people, perhaps thousands, died in the violence against pro-democracy demonstrators. On Saturday night, the lights of tens of thousands of candles filled Hong Kong's Victoria Park. Tiananmen Square was open Saturday and crowded with visitors as usual, but the square was heavily guarded. Pope Benedict says he strongly supports Croatia's membership in the European Union if the country helps defend Christian values. The leader of the world's Roman Catholics commented Saturday after arriving in the Croatian capital Zagreb for a two-day visit. Croatia's president welcomed the Pope at the airport and said the visit comes at a historic moment for the country. Almost nine out of every ten people in the nation are Roman Catholics. Former American Secretary of State Lawrence Eagleburger has died. Representatives of former President George H.W. Bush and former Secretary of State James Baker announced Mr. Eagleburger's death. No other details were immediately available. A statement by the Obama administration praised Lawrence Eagleburger. The statement noted that he served the nation during the important days after the fall of the Berlin Wall. American Secretary of State Hillary Clinton said Mr. Eagleburger had served in the United States Army before joining the Foreign Service. She called him a strong voice and a champion for American values. Last month, he appeared at a State Department event with Secretary Clinton and former Secretary Madeleine Albright. Lawrence Eagleburger was 80 years old. And Li Na has become the first Chinese player to win a Grand Slam singles championship at the French Open tennis tournament in Paris. She is also the first player from any Asian country to win the French Open championship. 
Lee defeated Francesca Schiavoni 6-4-7-6. Schiavoni was the French Open winner last year. Rafael Nadal of Spain and Roger Federer of Switzerland will play the men's final Grand Slam singles championship on Sunday. Briefly, here again is the major news of the hour. Yemeni government officials and rebel tribesmen have agreed to a new ceasefire negotiated by Saudi Arabia. And in late news, Saudi officials said Yemen's president has arrived in Saudi Arabia for treatment of injuries he received in a rocket attack. In Hong Kong, thousands of people marked the 22nd anniversary of the Chinese government crackdown in Tiananmen Square. That's the news.